All right, you're listening to Country 104. Weaver here, and I've got two members of the Rivertown Saints with me, Dan and Chris, and they are on opposite sides of the DeMar DeRozan, Kawhi Leonard, Toronto Raptors trade. First of all, what's up, fellas? Howdy. Guys, yesterday was a big day in Raptors fandom, whether you liked it or not. Would you agree or disagree? Let's start with Dan. Oh, definitely it was a big day, for sure. Chris, what do you think about yesterday? It was great. I loved every second of it. All right, so let's let's get a bit of the fandom out of the way. Uh, Dan, how long you been a Raptors fan or a basketball fan in general? Uh, wow. Well, I've been honestly for for years. I was just like the on and off guy, where like if the Raptors were doing good, I'd pay attention. If they weren't, I'd stop. But I'd say around 2012, 2013, that changed, and I started like really paying attention. Uh, whether they're doing well or not. And then they started doing well anyway. So I was like, all right, cool. That's probably because of me. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I've, I've, been, I've been a fan for, for, for a solid five years now. All right. All right. What, what edition of the team was that? 2012 was uh, like Tony Parker? No, not Tony. Anthony Parker and them? Yeah, well, uh, the, like right around the time that, uh, I guess that would have been 2013 when Rudy Gay came in. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And Chris, what about you? How long have you been cheering for these raps or basketball in general? Well, you know what? There's only uh, two teams that I cheer for in the Toronto area, and that's the Raptors and the Blue Jays. I hate the Toronto Maple Leafs. You will never let me say I like Toronto Maple Leafs. I won't even make a bet in case the Maple Leafs win because I'm so scared that if they win, i got to say that I like the Leafs or something or wear a Leafs jersey. But that, That's uh, hilarious. We're sitting here talking about the Raptors, and you had to put in a dig about the Leafs. I know. I'm already digging about the Leafs. We're talking about the Raptors, but you know what? They're, they're the same thing. You know, i got to dig on the Leafs all day long, but good for you for getting to. Whatever. You're, still, you're still not going to win a Stanley Cup, Toronto. I'm hey, sorry. Weaver. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because this is pre-recorded and you can, like, slice things up. Yeah. You know how he just said, you'll never catch me say, I like the Leafs? Yeah. Edit that out. Take out that you'll never hear him catch it. Just play on a loop. Look oh, yeah. We could have some fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> we could have some fun with that for sure. Chris, you're yeah. screwed. But, <laughs> but no, honestly, uh, I've been I've been following the Raptors, uh, well, since they started, you know, since the Vince Carter days. And, uh, you know, uh, I think I'm, I'm super pumped about getting Leonard uh, and getting rid of DeRozan. I thought DeRozan was very soft. I thought he did not much for Valley. You know, if DeRozan couldn't drive to the hoop, he'd dish it off the Valley. But then Valley would be, like, all scared. He's like, oh, what do I do with the ball now? Uh, I think Leonard is that guy that's going to play strong defense. I think he's going to drive to the hole. And to be honest with you, he's probably one of the best in the NBA um, uh, beside uh, LeBron James. As long as he stays healthy, Leonard is going to be a big part of the Toronto Raptors organization if he wants to play in Canada. I mean, okay, so for those who, who don't know yet, I invited Chris and Dan on the show. Chris is, is in the camp of yes. Yes, Kawhi Leonard, Dan's in the camp of, eh, not so sold on it. Uh, guys, I remember being a Raptors fan for so long that I remember going to Sears and filling out the newspaper poll on what to name the team. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, in those 20-plus years, we've never had a guy that cared about this city as much as DeRozan that put us on his back. Exactly. We, we can argue about the player and his abilities all day long. We all saw him on the bench in Game 3 getting swept by the Cavs uh, this past playoff, but, I mean, the guy mattered. Dan, obviously you agree on that. I definitely do. And, and here's basically my, my general view on this whole trade. Yes, on paper, when it comes to like just statistic analytics, this seems like a good trade. Just Leonard's numbers are better than DeRozan's numbers. Sure, 
you know what, no one's going to debate that because it's on paper. But here's the problem. There's so many other factors that analytics don't even, don't even cover. One of them is just the player's attitude. And this is where this is going to fall apart because you had DeRozan, who was like so loyal to the city of Toronto. I mean, he had opportunities to leave, you know. Uh, sure, they gave him like a beautiful, like, you know, $30 million a year contract, which made it easier for him to say, but you know he wanted to stay. I mean, I'm sure we all saw that video of uh, a Lakers fan being like, DeMar, come to the Lakers. And he was like, oh, heck no, you know. Um, you know, whereas Leonard doesn't even want to be here. I don't think, so Leonard is not going to play his best. I think it brought out a cut in here. Okay, okay, jump in. I got to cut in here. Jump in. Okay, Dan, um, do we really know that Leonard doesn't want to be here? Because I guarantee you that the Raptors general manager had talked to Leonard before making this deal. I think the media really throws everything out of proportion and stuff like that because there's no way they would have made that deal if Leonard did not want to come to Toronto. Whether he stays a year, I hope he doesn't stay a year, but... You're right. Maybe maybe he doesn't want to play here. I don't know. Maybe it was just to pass him off to another team or whatnot. But and you know what? That's the only way this trade makes sense to me. That I think maybe the Raptors have a bit of a a long term game plan over this offseason. Maybe Leonard is 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 sort of step number two in a three move trade kind of thing. Maybe you know they're taking him and they're gonna maybe you know shop him off to the Lakers. Maybe we could get LeBron. Who knows? Potentially, but, but, so this is what I think. This is what I think. Yeah, DeRozan, DeRozan was a good guy off the court, did so much for the community of Toronto, but this is a business, and I think Leonard is the better basketball player. I don't care um, if he's a bad person off the court. Well, no, I do care about that, but, uh, you know, he's just the better basketball player, and I think it's a good franchise decision for next year and hopefully the future. I'm, I'm willing to wager we're not even going to see half a season out of Leonard. If he's healthy, even if he's healthy, go Toronto. Yeah, I think you guys. Healthy. I think you guys bring up a great point. There's a lot to unwrap here, but to go back to a, to an earlier point, Kawhi Leonard yesterday scared the heck out of Raptors fans for a very specific reason. Raptors fans have been through this before with the malcontent superstar that doesn't want to be here. That's why we love DeRozan. So as soon as we make this trade for Kawhi, the first, the literal first media report was from Chris Hayes, or Haynes, out of ESPN, and he says... Kawhi does not want to be in Toronto, and all of a sudden, that's what that's what makes Raptors fans, and I feel like people like Dan so nervous, because we had a guy that loved us, wanted to be here, and we loved him, and we traded for him for somebody that isn't going to even take us out to a nice dinner, you know what I mean? Exactly. That's right, and, and you know what, though? You know what, though? Like, where did Haynes get that from, though? Did he actually call Leonard and ask him that? Like, we don't know this. Okay. Maybe he's best friends with Uncle Denny, I don't know. Maybe he's best friends with Uncle Denny, but, like, for instance, we have the Ottawa Senators here. We have Eric Carlson. Everybody's saying Eric Carlson wants out. Where is this even coming from? I'm friends with Eric Carlson, and he does You're not, not want that. You're not friends with Eric Carlson. I, you know. Dan, come on. We, is anyway, this, anyway. this going to be the whole debate, LaBelle? You came in burning the Leafs. Now you're celebrity name dropping. What's next? What's next? You going gonna to miss a fist bump with Sam Hunt next, or what's next? <laughs> That hurt. That hurt. <laughs> Weaver, that, that was very rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be bringing that up till you and I are grandpas sitting on the front porch with shotgun pitchforks, man. That's right. 
It happened in London, too. It happened in London. It sure did happen in London. All right, back to the point, though. Honestly, where do these reports come from? Who knows this? we got to hear directly from the player. And until there's, like, a meeting and welcome to the Raptors. LaBelle, you and I both know if that weren't true, if Leonard really wanted to play in Toronto, he would have been on Twitter within 20 seconds being like, you know, these are lies. Of course I want to play in Toronto. I'm excited. Because Leonard has done, in this day and age of social media where you don't have to wait for a press conference to get your opinion out there, Leonard could have easily dispelled those rumors within seconds that he didn't. Maybe, maybe you he know. doesn't use Twitter. Maybe he's not a technology guy. Maybe he's like myself. I only use doesn't Facebook. doesn't matter. And maybe somebody. he only has 5,000 friends on Facebook that he could share that information with. I don't know. I'm not an Instagram guy or Twitter guy. You run the socials for the Rivertown Saints. you got it going on. I have no clue what I'm doing when it comes to socials, and maybe he's the same way. It doesn't matter. He, 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 he's got agents. He's got people around him. He's got, he's got people that if he wanted to dispel that rumor, he could have done it in seconds, even if he doesn't even have his own Twitter account. I don't know. Okay, I mean, let's, let's put it this way. If he leaves Toronto or if he doesn't play Toronto, then it's a very, very, very bad trade. But I believe in Toronto Raptors GM. I believe that there was a phone call made, and he said, yes, I want to come to Toronto. But he's got to yeah. be healthy. The, 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 the bottom line is he has to be healthy because he's a top two, top three player in the NBA. Well, Hands down. I mean, you, you have more faith in the GM than I do because the way I see it, he just fired the coach of the year after their best season ever. Sure, bad playoff run, but is that really is that really a fireable offense? Well, that's true. That's true. But people have to – somebody has to be held accountable – and usually it's, it's the coach, unfortunately. Yeah. It sucks. Toronto, Toronto's soft. Um, Dwayne Casey was an incredible coach. Um, you know, if, let's put it this way. Rivertown Saints, I sing in the band. There's, there is a lot more eyes on the lead singer of a band. And if, if this band fails, it's probably because of myself. And... <laughs> I hate to say that. I hate to say I'm that. Gonna, it, it, I'm going to leave that one just, alone. <laughs> that's, it, yeah, yeah, you're going to leave that one alone. That sucks, though. And I, I don't feel like there's more pressure because I feel like we're a family. We're five brothers and stuff like that. And if I'm down, you guys lift me up. Or if you're down, I lift you guys up. But at the I'm end of the heavy. day, somebody, somebody has to get fired. And I would probably fire a lead singer of a band other uh, rather than like a drummer or a bassist or whatnot, you know? So I, I feel bad for Dwayne Casey, but uh, somebody has to get fired. And if somebody has to get fired in Rivertown Saints, it would be myself. <laughs> you guys make some great points. So let's talk about this for a second. Uh, you're talking about uh, what happened at the end of last season, the firings, the trades, and Messiah in general. Let's point out that the biggest scapegoats from last year's playoffs are the two people that are gone, DeMar DeRozan and Dwayne Casey. You you cannot argue that there were miscues in the playoffs by Dwayne Casey that were inexcusable. You also cannot argue yeah. that DeMar DeRozan, and I remember the look on his face, Game 3, crunch time, sitting on the bench while we made that comeback. Ultimately, a loss, but DeMar not only sat on the bench looking frustrated, he looked like he knew that he wasn't good enough to get back in there. And those two people are gone. 
And now let's talk about Masai Ujiri. That man, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dan, in Masai we trust as far as I'm concerned. That man has been okay. bulletproof since day one. And to me, he's built up a lot of capital. And that capital is with fans, with MLSE management, and with the league in general. And, and everything that I've been listening to and everything that I've been reading over the last 24 hours tells me that Masai Ujiri is a magnetic, like, super god. Like, the guy is out in Kenya right now working with Barack Obama. If there's anybody that can convince Kawhi or a superstar in general that Toronto's a place to stay, maybe it's him. Uh, you know what? And, 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 and I don't have a whole lot of ego riding on this. You know, 10 months from now, uh, Leonard has, you know, brought the, the, the Toronto Raptors to an even better season than they just had and actually gives them a deep playoff run. Um, and you know what? He puts up, you know, not necessarily career-best numbers, but, you know, career-consistent numbers. I'll, I'll gladly come back on the show and say, hey, I was wrong. Well, hey, I would love to be wrong about Kawhi, too, because I'm worried that he doesn't even report. But let's right. let's go the other route here. Like, forget the non-reporting. Maybe he shows up, and maybe he's sick of his name being dragged through the mud, and maybe he's sick of Uncle Denny giving him bad advice that has already literally lost him $80 million in a Supermax extension from the Spurs. Like, the, mm-hmm. like the maximum he can sign with the Raptors is, what, 150 I think it is, five years or something like that? One night? Oh, yeah. Point yeah, is, he could have had like 224 five-year deal from, the, deal from the Spurs. The whole point of the L.A. move was he wanted to supplement the lost income with the, with the, the advertising income is what I, what I heard, the sponsorship income. And he's already lost that. I mean, the guy lost. Maybe he should tell Uncle Denny to take a hike is my point. But, uh, yeah. but again, do, does he not come in? Does he, is he not sick of this and comes in next year and just says, screw this, beast mode, I'm taking this team to the finals, and then I'm leaving? Oh, yeah, I hope so. You know what? Whether, is, it, whether is, it worth we, it if, is it worth it if we go to the finals and don't win and Kawhi leaves? Is it worth it? No. It's not I, worth oh. it to give up. It's not worth it to go to the finals for the first time in NBA history and continue uh, making the Toronto Raptors a legitimate franchise in the NBA. I would definitely, it's a yes and no. You know, you know what? Whether we have Leonard or DeRozan this year, we're going to the finals because LeBron's in the West. The only reason why we didn't go to the finals is because LeBron was in the East. You know, LeBronto just crushed the Raptors. And there's something in the Raptors' heads that they can't get by LeBron James. But other teams can do it. Look at the Indiana Pacers. They took them all the way to Game 7 with with a bunch of gu- no superstars. I thought they were going to win. I thought they were going to win. I thought they were going to win as well, and I was freaking out. But now that LeBron James is in the West... Whether we have Leonard or DeRozan, I strongly feel like I, I feel like the Raptors would have made it to the finals regardless. But we're gonna lose. Like the West, they're just beasts out there. Like Golden State, that's that's come on, that's insane. And you know the Lakers. I know that LeBron James wanted more of a powerful team, but he'll he'll get that next year, or he might just put the team on his back again. And he, he might get stopped in the Western Finals against Golden State. But the Raptors have a free ride to the finals, whether they have DeRozan or Leonard. I'm going to disagree um, with that. I'm going to disagree with that. I think their free ride to the finals would have been if LeBron left last year. Last year's teams could have made it. Boston this year, with everybody back and Kyrie looking for that deal and potentially right. to move on, I think that Boston could be special. I think it's a two-horse race this year. I don't think Philly's as great as everybody thinks they are. Uh, but right. I, I think I think that you're discounting Boston a little bit. Also, uh, just off something you said, shout out to our sh- uh, fallen soldier, DeMar DeRozan, who is now back in LeBron's stratosphere and has to face him multiple times this year. 
Right? Like, come on. <laughs> the guy who's been haunted the most by LeBron just got to go see him again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's going he's gonna to see him for the rest of his career. Um, but you know what? Yeah, Boston, Toronto, uh, that's going to be the Eastern Conference final this year. And, you know, hopefully the Raptors do it. I mean, I, I want a Canadian team to represent in the NBA show. And uh, I... I, I you know what? I love the deal that happened, and uh, I think Toronto just has to relax a little bit. Um, this is a business move, and I think Leonard is the stronger player. Okay, so I want to hear this from from your points of view. Uh, Dan, you, you weren't sold on the trade, so let's think of the Raptors roster and how it right. moves forward if this doesn't work out. And then, Chris, we'll talk to you about maybe if it does work out, what this means for the team. But, Dan, what does the Raptors roster looks like if this doesn't work out? Does it, is there a trade with Kawhi necessary? Or do we just tear the whole thing? Is this just the beginning of a giant re, like tear down and rebuild? Is this what this is? Well, see, and, and this is the thing. I, I hear a lot of people talk about rebuild. I don't think – I mean, the Raptors need to make some tweaks, but I don't think they need to rebuild. I mean, who in, – in, in what universe? Does a team talk about a rebuild after having their best season ever, right? So I think it's a little ridiculous that people are talking about rebuilds, but if the, if the Leonard thing doesn't work out, then they've got a big gap at shooting guards, right? I mean, the, like, that, that, that's, just, that's just the reality of it. If, if, if Leonard doesn't report and they've got a they've trade, I mean, really, who's available? And, and, and if there's some sort of you know, legal mumbo jumbo, and they can't get rid of him. Season starts. Um, then um, you know, I mean, then 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 who they got on shooting guard? What they got? Uh, is that uh, you know Powell or Wright? I mean, good bench players, but they they can't fill in the shoes of DeRozan or Leonard. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think about the possibility of Kawhi being flipped again? Like, I mean, couldn't we fill these holes that you're seeing with that? Let me let me throw out this oh, roster absolutely. for a second. Like, well, all yeah. we've lost is is Portal from the bench mob. I love Portal. I love his feet. I love his hands. Uh, but let's be honest. Uh, it, it's still Portal. He's like the fifth yeah. best member of the bench mob. You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and I think I think uh, I think we got a better player in Green. I mean, I know we lost like a, you know a, a giant, but uh, I mean, I, I don't think anyone would argue that 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 Green has a you know better offensive output than Portal. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And and I mean, with the salary coming off the books next year, Green is only a one-year contract. It gives them more mobility to move. There's more yep. signing trades with that, or there's more uh, uh, flipping that for picks down the line. I mean, the Raptors have options, right? It's I, Like, they're in the driver's seat now. Their job is to convince Kawhi or to make the moves that are best for the franchise. And I'm still in Masai's court. Like, I think the guy has proved me wrong multiple times that he's a lot right. smarter than I am. Like, so, I mean, got to let him do his thing, I guess. Yeah. Now, Chris, how's it going to yes, look if it sir. works? How's it going to look if it works? Well, it's going to it's going to be a genius move on Masai. I is this think, is this uh, a sixty five win team if it works? You know what? I to be honest with you, I don't even care if they break records in the regular season because at the end of the day, it's all about the playoffs. Um, two years ago, Golden State had the best record in the history of the NBA, and they lost to the King uh, Cavaliers. Put, took them down. Uh, I, I think the regular season personally means nothing. But you got to put yourself in Masai's place. Like this is when you're dealing with millions and millions and millions of dollars and your future and your reputation, you, you got to make smart moves. We could talk about this all day and say, "Hey, this was a good deal or a bad deal." But when the pressure is actually on the line, 
it, it's a different story. And to be honest with you, the regular season means nothing. And I think uh, I think the GM's uh, he's making big moves, and I'm I'm happy with what he's doing personally. I think it's going to work out. And if it does, it's just going to bring better players to Toronto. Like if Leonard is happy in Toronto, the thing is people don't understand how beautiful Canada is and how beautiful the city of Toronto is. Um, you know, once you get there, like look at DeRozan. He loved Toronto. He doesn't want to leave. Look at uh, Lowry. He doesn't, these guys don't want to leave when they get traded to Toronto because Toronto is but a, a lot great of people sports do. town. Like, um, just people don't know. People don't know that Canada's a, a great place to play basketball. And, you know, when Leonard lights it up, if he plays this year, hopefully he does, cross fingers, uh, I think that's going to just bring more people to Toronto. Don't forget, as I heard on the Ringer podcast yesterday, too, uh, there's the Drake effect. Right. Is Kawhi a Drake fan? Is he going to be showing him around town or what? You, you know what? Okay, I'll, I'll tell you about Drake here. This is my... Uh, oh, here's our third name drop. Here we go. I met Drake at a party. <laughs> this is my headache, headache about Drake. I feel when Drake is in the stands, sitting right beside the coach, egging on the opponent, it just fuels the opposition even more. Like Absolutely. Drake, Drake, honestly, just be quiet. You rap. Do your thing. You're doing great rapping. But you have no clue about basketball, just like us. Like, couldn't we know? get this guy a box somewhere? Like, why has he got to be on the court? Right. You know what I mean? That's right. right. Like, Drake, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to the Rivertown Saints on Country 104, because <laughs> yeah. I know you're a big Rivertown Saints fan, never go to a basketball game again, okay? So go to the Leafs. Go to the Maple Leafs, Air Canada Center. Uh, I think they're switching the name. I don't even think it's Air Canada Center anymore. No, it's the Scotiabank Center or something. Scotiabank something or other, yeah. Something weird like that. But Drake, if you're listening, go to Leafs games. Hey, that would work for Leafs. That would work for the Leafs because then somebody would actually be in the lower bowl at the start of the game. (laughs) (laughs) But Drake, stay out of the Raptors court. Yeah. But just to answer what you were talking about there, LaBelle, the thing is, is that yes, there are some people who have come to Toronto and loved it, but I feel like you know, it's and it's not just Toronto; it's it's the the the, the northern uh, American teams too, like you know Minnesota. Um, players don't want to go there because it's because of the winter. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, I, I, I it could be that, but uh, the taxes I, hurt. I the taxes hurt. Hey, since you're giving yeah. shoutouts to Drake, hey Canadian government, stop charging the 15 athletes that pay for NBA teams double taxes. They already pay in the states. Just let them off. I'm good. Right. It's 15 uh, guys. We can right. afford it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that might that might help the franchises get some American players for once up here. Yeah, uh, no, exactly. Could, but yeah, I don't know if it's a, yeah, it could be about the winners. I don't know. Everybody thinks Canada, Igloos, yada, yada, yada. But I was climbing. We're in Alberta right now, and uh, we just finished playing the Calgary Stampede. And I was climbing uh, Mountain Norquay. Uh, we did a Via Ferrata, and we were with some people from the States. They were from uh, Chicago, and then there was a couple people from Sacramento. And they were saying how much they enjoy Canada so much. Um, you know, th- th- these are just like regular tourists saying how beautiful Canada is. And you know, the taxes do hurt for the players that come here, but at the end of the day, we're building a championship team here in Toronto, uh, and this is this is going to be history. Like, if you win uh, an NBA championship in Canada for the first time, like, your name is history. You know, go ahead. Go win something on the Lakers. Go win something in San Antonio. They've won it multiple times. Go win in Chicago. Who cares? But when you're winning in Canada – this is a different... Uh, you're the new Joe Carter. 
You are the new Joe Carter. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Imagine that. Run those oh, bases, yeah. Joe. Touch them all, <laughs> Joe. Go, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get Joe Carter on the Raptors? That might work better. Yeah. <laughs> He's a smart businessman. You never know. <laughs> Chris, I want to I want to touch on something you said a couple minutes ago. You said the regular season doesn't matter. I think traditionally you are correct, and I think this year in the East you are correct, but in the West, I think it matters this year. I, I name me one Western team that's not trying to be in the playoffs this year. Oh yeah, you know what? That the Western Conference is insane. You got Houston, uh, you know the Lakers are gonna be good this year. You got uh, Golden State. Uh, I like Utah. Utah. But how how good were they this year in the playoffs? Like how, st- got, uh, how stupid young... does Gordon Hayward feel for leaving that team? He should have stuck around. Oh, my goodness. Like, <laughs> uh, don't even get me started. They'd have that. three stars now, too. Oh, it's, it, you know, yeah, the West, you're right. The West is going to be actually tough to, to, to make the playoffs. You know, if you're the eighth seed, you have a chance of actually beating the East champions, you know? Oh, so, absolutely. Here's the thing, here's the thing though. This could work out in the East's favor because by the time the finals roll around, whoever's in there is going to be beaten, tired, and exhausted. Whereas, you know, if it's a two-horse race in the East, you know, Boston and Toronto, you know, we'll have an easy, breezy ride to the finals, show up fresh, and, uh, okay, I'm making stuff up now. But, you know. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree, though. I agree with you, Dan. Um, <laughs> it is going to be an easier ride in the East. But, uh, yeah, I, I keep, like Boston, it's just one of those teams – you know what? They they'll probably they're going to be there for sure. Like Weaver said, Weaver um, maybe even predicts Boston coming out of the East. But uh, Boston, I think you can't. You, I, can't, you know, they're they're a great them. team. You can't cancel them out. But yeah, you're totally right. Like the West is going to be a dogfight out there uh, just to make it to the finals. And if we could get there, if the Raptors can get there, then you know we might we might be a little more healthier come come uh, a seven game series. I can't think of one team that actually wants to tank in the West. Maybe like maybe Sacramento, but they're always seeming like they're trying to compete. Right, like right. even the Spurs now have two All NBA guys on their team. Yeah, yeah no, that's crazy. Um, the, with, with Sacramento, though, like it, it just—it's crazy how much money is involved in the NBA. Like Sacramento is finishing last all the time, or like second last, but they're still one of the most valuable basketball teams out there. You know, think about how, how valuable they'd be if they didn't suck and make terrible oh. decisions. Oh, but oh, that's unbelievable! I mean, it'd be unreal. If they didn't have 18 bigs and zero guards, they'd be really valuable. Right. <laughs> but that happens in sports all the time. I mean, the Leafs and the Rangers are the most valuable teams in the NHL. And up until just a couple of years ago, I mean, yeah, we all know how the Leafs are doing. And Rangers haven't been anything to, to brag about since, you know, the Messier days. So, I mean, uh, just because you have a valuable team doesn't mean you have a good team. No, that's right. But let me let me let me talk about those Leafs again. Even though you got Tavares, guys, if you're listening to me, even though you got Tavares, just think that you're going to the first round because you're not getting past the first round. I'm sorry, Leafs fans. What Leafs fan is still listening? Like we've had 28 minutes of Raptors talk, and then suddenly this guy's like, "This Leafs thing's coming eventually. It's coming. I know it. I know it. I know it's there." Guys, I just realized we've been talking for 28 minutes. It, it turns out we might have a podcast on our hands. We should be doing this more often. Yeah, we're going to do this on a weekly basis. Forget about TSN and Sportsnet. This is the Weaver, Dan, and Chris show. This has been this has been a lot of fun. I would love to do this in the future. So let's let's just check in here as kind of a as kind of a finale. I, we could have gone all day, but I have to get back to work. I didn't realize we were going to be talking this long. Uh, so just as finale, have we changed anybody's opinions? Chris, you're still of the volition that uh, Kawhi Leonard on the Toronto Raptors is going to be a good thing. Yeah, I love uh, I love Leonard. I. 
I always bet against him there on pro line about two, three years ago when he was healthy, and he always screwed me. So uh, I love, I love this trade. Is this he trade a Tom though. Brady? You never bet against Kawhi Leonard? Uh, that, exactly. That's the exact same thing. Okay. I might bet against Uncle Denny, though. What about you, Dan? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still of the same opinion. Uh, and like I said earlier, is like if if Kawhi Leonard has a good attitude and really wants to go in and, and, and play his heart out, it's a good trade. But I just don't see that happening. I'm going to consider that's, myself... That's could right. I consider myself hesitantly optimistic? I feel like that's where you're sitting right. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, hey, uh, let's play on the parade route, and we'll see you guys all in uh, June. Okay. <laughs> that's right. right, Weaver. Love you. <laughs>